guns and money Dead, get me out of this Good morning. It is April the 8th, Tuesday, 8.12 a.m. I'm Nick, here with Jack, for your weekly taste of Mocha Radio, your week in review. Yes, we are. Coming off of uh, Jack's sec episode coming out last night, people enjoying the video format, but fortunately this won't come out in video at all, so we don't need to worry no, about Mocha Radio isn't, isn't a video podcast. No. In front of your back, maybe. Mocha Radio, sacred. Last night, Virginia won. Yes. Congratulations, Thank whatever, you. men's. Yeah, you're welcome. Won men's college basketball, NCAA championship, overtime, beat Texas Tech. Very happy for them. You are? Very happy for my Latin class. Big Virginia fan. Massive. Biggest I've ever met. <laughs> Biggest NCAA basketball fan I've ever met. Really? Yeah. So this is actually like really big for us. Yeah. It's really exciting. That's cool. Especially after losing to a 16 seed last year. Yeah, I'm glad that I was not in that class last year. <laughs> yep. But that's that. And it's funny how March yep. Mad- Madness comes to a close in April. I was thinking about that. It's it's almost like October. It's the opposite of Oktoberfest. You know how Oktoberfest starts in yeah, September I thought about and that ends too. in October. It doesn't make sense, but it it doesn't bother me well, that much. Well, it's you have alliteration, March Madness, right? Yeah, it wouldn't be cool if it was April. I mean, Final Four is in March, right? April aggravation, April admonition. It's right on the border of of yeah. the two months. So who cares? I agree. That's that men's basketball. Break fast. Our week in review. Good morning. Good morning. Break fast. Breakfast, Brexit. We'll get to so, bre- we'll get to Brexit in a minute. Yeah, I've got some Brexit stuff. I'm okay. curious to talk to you about. You it. Made a bit. No, I don't have a bit about no. it really, but I've got some thoughts. But uh, yeah, let's let's look back. Joe and me did our whole baseball calling shtick. We only got one game in there because uh, somebody kind of got the schedule. Yeah, I saw. Wrong. I was. I saw. I saw on Twitter that the game started at twelve, and. We were betting on four. Yeah, I was going to tell you guys, but I thought you, you had it under wraps. No, we did not have it on lock. So the reality was we, we did the game on Friday. SI had a great time, did okay. We're excited for the MIDI game because it proved to be an exciting game. and we uh, It's a rivalry game. It's a rivalry game, and you know we, we kind of had our chops. We were starting to get it down. Totally missed it. I slept in. We found out way later. I saw some messages on Slack. We totally blew it. And it's a bummer, too, because it turns out that the biggest fan of the broadcast, I I didn't expect this at all, but um, Garrett Arnold, who actually had that slash that won the game on the the walk-off. Trickster. He was saying that the coach is the biggest fan of, of our broadcast. He wants us to be doing every game. So did he re-listen to the whole game afterwards is my question. I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe he was watching that as film using our, our source of it. I, I don't really know. I mean, the camera work by the funny. kid wasn't wasn't amazing. But, yeah, tune in to Bellman Baseball and BC, BCP Sports Live. Yeah. You might catch building us. Building off of that, 
Preston Knickerbocker with the Grand Slam. And he's he's all of our boys. I'm upset for you guys that you missed that play. Yeah, really I am too. And one of the, the York kids hit a Grand Slam for Mitty. So it was a two-Grand Slam game, which is a baseball fan on your own. Everyone's rooting for that. It's incredible. But particularly for, for a guy with a name as good as Preston Knickerbocker. I mean, yeah. it's disappointing. Yeah. We also missed Mocha Radio last week uh, due to re- due to a sort of recording error, um, and I'm not going to reconcile that. Really, Jack Stack episode went went above and beyond with the video, but there was a couple of things that were too good that we talked about in that episode that that, that can't be fully let gone yet. And those are the Chili's fracas. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which is so distant in my memory now. I almost can't even remember driving my. You know, it's it's like your skull. It's like all those memory studies where people like every time they remember something, they they remember it a bit differently. That's yeah. kind of happening to me with the chilies. The story has kind of taken a one eighty in my mind. Well, I think that. <clears throat> I mean, I remember myself saying last week that I hit you in the back while you were peeing with my foot, and then you came around. Ran towards me like a madman and bopped me in the back of the head. I think that's what actually happened. But when I was thinking about this yesterday, my first initial memory of it was that I walked in and you just came at me. I didn't even (laughs) provoke you. Wow. So I do think that you provoked me, but I think if we revisit this in like two weeks, it'd be interesting to see if all of a sudden I'm the assailant. And I was the one peeing. And you were peeing, and and Casey was got hit in the back of the head or something like that. <laughs> and to the people listening to this who actually don't know the story, there's going to be total confusion as to what went on in that Chili's bathroom. Because they didn't know, hear about it last week. Uh, someone got hit in the back of the head in the bathroom. Someone got kicked in the back while peeing. And there was rage. And there was rage. That's your moral dilemma. You You decide who was really more to blame. But, uh, yeah, us not calling the baseball game went to us going to the beach. We went to Panther Beach and did Devonport on, on Saturday and, instead of calling a baseball game. And it turns out, quick Google that I forgot to vocalize, and then I, I did some research after I had gotten home. You know that that beach is a nude beach. Panther is. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's bizarre. How would I don't know how we would have taken to that if someone just walked up and was naked while we were all hanging out at the beach. I do. That's actually well. Okay, now I, I know how certain people would react. Yeah, I, I do know how certain people would react. <laughs> Particularly with how they reacted to fully clothed people on the beach. Yeah, that's quite a place. I don't know how what I think of that beach, but whatever. That's that was that. I just thought it was funny that it's actually a nude beach, and I haven't asked them about that if they've encountered nude people there i don't you should email the uh the county patrol oh yeah i don't want to be a narc and anyway, i don't want to be a, a nude narc i'm not like that you think that joe or pearson or someone would try and do a citizen's arrest on a naked person and put them in the car and <laughs> take them down to the state hey they were public public indecency public indecency I don't want a, a naked freak in my car. I don't like this idea. No, this is a bad idea. Let's move on to this week in Bezos. 
So the Saudis exposed Bezos' pecker last week. We found out that – Do you have the image? No. You could find it, I bet. Maybe now. So We might have to. Sources within uh, Saudi Arabia were responsible for leaking uh, the, the text messages of, of Bezos with his girl to – with his side piece to um, the National Enquirer. We were remarking how – you know, it's amazing that the National Enquirer had that much clout. That, or maybe somewhere lost in translation, they were like, "Try and send these to the New York Times," but really, they sent them to the Washington or to the National Enquirer. Yeah, I mean, it, that doesn't make sense to send it to the National. No, because no one believes anything in the National. Yeah, Enquirer. I wouldn't send it to a tabloid. I would send it to, like, the New yeah, York the, Post. The New York Times. I'd say the Post. The Chronicle. The Chronicle. But it also turns. Or the out, New Yorker. I don't think they <laughs> they'd have to publish it. They do like a nice little animation of it. Yeah. Uh, Bezos won his divorce. We've heard now that he's getting seventy five percent of his Amazon stock. Yeah, in the in his split from his former wife. The thing that about that that's disappointing to me is I wanted it to be fifty fifty so that she would have a number of votes on the board, mm. and I would want her to liquidate as much as she could and just sabotage his company. It doesn't yes. seem like the the blood is that bad. Well, it's not that bad. It seemed like it, it came down it, it became a, a game of wow, this is pretty awful that yeah. embarrassing that we I got leaked like this. I Maybe just wanted to I become, could cash in on this. Yeah. I just wanted to take advantage of it and become a corporate raider of sorts, like T Boone Pickens. I mean, I don't know. I I didn't read that in depth, but that should be some 40 million dollars or something. Billion? Or yeah, thirty, yeah. thirty-five, maybe. Yeah, 32. I think she's the fourth richest woman now. Was the stat thirty-two billion dollars? Ain't, ain't much to shake your head at, or whatever. You know, you don't look a gift horse in the mouth, or something. You don't look a gift horse in the mouth. I don't know what that that phrase means, but you, you know You're that quite you know scintillating. That, you know that figure of speech, right? I never heard it. Oh. Someone, someone hit me with the etymology of that. You, you don't look a horse in the mouth? You don't look a gift horse in the mouth. What's a gift horse? I'm assuming it's a horse that someone gives you as a present. This isn't like Troy. No, you'd want to look that horse in the mouth and, and figure out if it was the Trojan horse, then it actually had people in it. Well, I just figured out why Trojan is called Trojan, because it's like a Trojan horse. What? The con? The What? Yeah. The, no, they're not. Yes, it is. Okay, give me that logic. The rubber is the horse. The semen is the <laughs> Don't Greek soldiers. Say semen on the, these airwaves. <laughs> oh, that still doesn't make any sense. I know, but I thought it made sense for like five seconds. So I just went with it. <laughs> oh, that was one of the worst things. Don't like a gift horse in the mouth. Don't find fault with something that has been received as a gift or favor. I still don't know why it means what it means, but a horse person tell I'm us. I'm a big proponent of that. Okay. If someone gives you a gift, you don't crap on it because you don't like it. Weekend watches. What did you watch this weekend? That's the tagline for that. Um, I like that. Golf. I played golf. Nine, nine you holes. You ended up catching us. You, you actually holes. did play nine holes yeah, in golf? Yeah, I did. Nothing much. I think I watched a bit of Horrible Bosses. <laughs> a, a lot of Jeopardy reruns. Really? Yeah. How are you hidden? I'm either on or off. You know, sometimes I I'll know get, that. Sometimes I'll get like zero or one right every category. Sometimes I'll get three to five right every mm -hmm. category. So, 
I know exactly. It's very much a hot or cold thing, huh? Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. But yeah. We also watched a bit of The Kissing Booth, yeah. but we're going to get to that later. We're going to yeah, get to that yeah. later. Because uh-huh. it seems like you're apprehensive about The Kissing Booth. Apprehensive about it? Of course my, I'm apprehensive. My, 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 my auntie texted me to say that she loved The Kissing Booth. Really? Yeah. So, Unironically. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to that in a minute. But a Detroit police officer shows up drunk to breathalyzer training. <laughs> That's a nice You know, Detroit is the Russia of America. That's something you, you'd think would happen in Russia. But if it's in America, it's in Detroit. That makes sense. This could so be a Russia thing. I mean, in Russia, it'd be, it'd be times ten. That's that's your that's the one yeah. thing. It'd be like somehow it's cranked up. But here's Russia is the uh, Detroit is the Russia of America. Here's the gist: a Detroit police officer is at the center of an internal investigation after he showed up under the influence of alcohol to training in Lansing, Michigan. Lansing. State. Oh, Lansing, Michigan. Okay. Michigan State Police say it was discovered after the officer volunteered to be a part of the demonstration on breathalyzer training. The officer at the training facility in Lansing blew up point oh eight said Chief Craig. Okay, big balls on this guy. So the guy, everyone says, okay, we're going to practice breathalyzing. We're going to breathalyze you guys as training. He raises his hand and says, okay, he has to be. Obviously, he's above the legal limit. Yeah. He has to be maybe one of the stupider guys I've ever read about because .08 is like you're not allowed to drive, but it's you're you're really close to being allowed to drive. So, like, you're you're generally maybe okay. You know, you're conscious. You right can, on the cusp. Yeah, like, you can yes. you can get around with sure. 0.08. If it was, like, 1.5, I would completely understand if you volunteer. But 0.08, like... Yeah, this guy's just yeah, an idiot. Yeah. Okay, that's a good point. You can't blame it on the booze when you're blowing a 0.08, and you also volunteered to get blown at a... Po- at a police officer... <laughs> officer... Uh, training and this incident comes a week after another officer who is still in her probationary period was arrested for allegedly selling drugs this is in detroit (laughs) yes (laughs) no wonder the rust belt sucks that's like this (laughs) that's like the same thing it's like the woman's under her probation always under and then she's selling crack side hustle they don't have enough money for the cops yeah, but see, this is this is where we get into that territory where why does everyone assume that the the opinion of a police officer is good enough to endorse a political candidate? Like, what the hell does that mean? I think in general, I respect the opinion of a cop, but I mean, not always. <laughs> these are the certainly. dumb. These are definitely the dumbest kids. Kids and your cops. Oh, kids that just want to be a cop to have a gun. Maybe that could be yeah. a correlation. This is the dumbest kid in your class. Or the dumbest kid might join the military, though. I, if I, if I realize whatever, this bit. If for whatever reason school didn't work out for me, I would so become a firefighter. Yeah. You gotta wear those shirts. Yeah. They have the best pension in general. And it's not as dangerous. And you get to chill at the firehouse. Yeah. And eat chili. Yeah, and they always just, make yeah, chili. Like you and just then get to hang like, out. And then there's like neighbor, there's neighborhood events where you get to give kids little plastic red hats and stickers. And how cool is a fire truck? Fire truck, super cool. Yes. You could bring the whole pole thing back in the fire station. Yeah. 
And you could do it in a cool area, too. Yeah, it's just a great job. Definitely. I'd say it's like a chill job, but it's also like not in respect for the fallen firefighters. And respect all for the fallen first firefighters, first, yeah. First responders. And I mean, uh, when there's a fire, obviously, it's an insanely stressful job. Yes. But when there's not a fire, I'd imagine it's pretty cool. Yeah. And, I mean, if you tally up all the time spent not firefighting versus firefighting. Yeah, I wonder how many fires, like the average firefighter fights a day. I think they, they go out just if someone has, like, a heart attack. Yeah, they, you they, get a firefighter there. They respond to EMS stuff. I doubt they actually fight many fires. I don't. You don't just see fires around. No, I've never seen it. A huge well, yes, I've seen I, I, two, I have seen big fires, but I've never seen a house. But on it, fire. it's not an everyday thing. No, fortunately. Yeah. Okay, this is nuts. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Passenger with the deadly nut allergy had to sit on the toilet for an entire flight because they served almonds. Laura Mary, a teacher from East Sussex in the UK, was travel hey. was traveling with. Whatever airline, Qantas, Qantas, Con- uh, yeah, okay. To visit her sister in Australia, when she was told by flight crew there would be almonds on board, putting her at risk of anaphylactic shock. Qantas Australia were made aware of my nut allergy months before my booking, and I had written documents to confirm that they would not serve nuts on board. The 25-year-old said they wouldn't prevent a reaction. I also had to sit on the toilet to escape everyone eating these snacks around me. We're looking at a picture of the woman right now sitting on the toilet. This is horrible, but do you know what Qantas is an acronym for? No. Queensland and Northern Territories Aerial Service. That's awesome. It's the Australian airline. We're one of them. That was a good Google. I knew it was an acronym. I just had to Google it. That's awful. This woman's face is very swollen, the whole thing. I mean, um, she was able to put it on her Snapchat story. I've definitely been surfing nuts on a plane. I love the nuts on a plane. I love the honey roasted I thought peanuts. Almonds were never a problem. I thought it was just like peanuts. Well, see, this is where we're going to get into uh, uh, an opinion that might be controversial. What? I'm not. I respect a lot of people's things. I respect a lot of people's things because I just don't care. But I don't really respect nut allergies that much. Explain. Because I think you get to a point where. If merely breathing in the air of a nut like this woman is going to kill you, that might just be – like you don't want to transfer that to your kids. Is it hereditary? I think that that's just natural selection. <laughs> if you touch, that's controversial. If you touch a nut and drop dead, you might just have to drop dead, man. Take one for the team. You know? In like, general, I disagree with you, but the one thing I kind of agree with you on is if I have a PB&J out, I'm not going to move. You move. Like, how I don't, I don't want to have to move to eat my PB&J elsewhere just because you're allergic. No. You move. Yeah. Thank God I wasn't a nut kid. You don't like nuts? No, I love nuts. It instantly makes you a weird kid, too. If you have nuts? If you have a nut allergy. Oh, nut allergy. Okay. Yeah, no, most male kids have nuts. I had more, like, cashews and... Almonds and walnuts, that sort of thing. Yes, I always loved cashews and peanuts. And peanuts are cool. I want to make peanut butter out of peanuts. You could do. I want to say you could do that at Whole Foods. I'm not going to do that at Whole Foods. Yeah, okay, whatever. It's kind of fun. It grinds them up and, and stuff. This You've week, done it. Yes. 
I've no, I've seen it done. Oh. Never done it. This week's Russian tales. Yoga does not make inmates gay, says Russian prison chief, as classes are reinstated. This is just a wacky story. Well, that's a cover-up that they do make prisoners gay. What do you say? They're clearly lying. Why do, you believe, they... do you believe anything that a Russian warden says? <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good point. That's a very good point. Let's, let's read in and decide okay. what we think about this. Russian prison authorities have reinstated yoga for inmates after dismissing a claim by religious scholars that the practice <laughs> could make them gay. Religious scholars. Theological professor Alexander Dvorkin wrote a document suggesting yoga could cause uncontrolled sexual arousal and homosexuality in detention centers, leading to riots. <laughs> it depends on the clothes they're wearing, too. If they're wearing yoga pants, yeah, it might. <laughs> Sometimes that booty gets popping. And... That's weird. Senator Elena Mizzolini, who is known for her conservative views, used the document to appeal to the prosecutor general's office to check the legality of yoga classes and ask them to be suspended. However, the classes have been reinstated, and Valerie Maximenko, deputy head of the, the Federal Prison Service, told a Russian radio station that the sessions had a very positive effect on inmates. We conducted a study. <laughs> what studies are they Do we need? <laughs> and among those who practice yoga, there was a sharp reduction in visits to the doctors for help. On the radio station Gorvid Moskova, Moscow speaks. So, in general, I have mad respect for wardens. Some of the most badass characters in media. But not a gulag warden. But not a gulag warden. That's what I'm getting Is to. that where you're going? Yeah. Like, that's just the most corrupt-sounding position I've ever heard. Because wardens, <laughs> like, wardens are always corrupt, it seems like. Yes. And it's the, it's, Russian it's warden. Usually they're dirty wardens. Yes. Shawshank, yeah. But a Russian warden sounds like the most corrupt person ever. Inherently, yes. Yeah. I'll give you that. And on its face, basically everything in a gulag's messed up. I'm surprised that they have these yoga classes. Yeah, uh, sounds a little pretty liberal for one. For but Russia. yeah, but they, they was just, see that's the thing though. No matter what, yoga classes, hand over your man card. I would not do that in prison because especially not in prison. I would just stretch instead. You no, you would if you okay. Realistically, I don't know how we would do in prison. I don't realistically. I don't know. I think that you'd be a Tai Chi in the in the prison yard type of guy. Yeah, okay. Tai Chi, you know, you yeah, start I'd learn, doing the thing. I'd also learn to play violin in the music hour. Wow. And play baseball in the yard. Would you start doing pull-ups, though? Like, do you think you'd try and get I big? So. I don't I don't know if I'd try and get big. No, but I would try to start doing oil paintings, too. Wow. But see, what you're what, what's unfortunate is, is you're describing what a serial killer does in prison. Oil this paintings? Is, yes. You're describing like a very intelligent person who ends up in prison for doing something weird and particularly morbid. This is not like an armed robbery. You're not going to go in and you start playing chat a bunch well, of Well, I'm chess not the type and, of guy to do an armed robbery. No, I know. So if you're really in there, it's going to be nasty. If I and, get in prison, it's going to be something really, really bad. Yeah. And can, can you imagine if you, you'd see like a bustle article online and they're like 10 paintings from Jack Morris and that's like an infamous name and it's like, you know – I don't know, the woodchuck killer and 
that's your serial killer. Yeah, name. if I was, if I honestly was an evil genius, which I'm not, and I got into prison, I would make like ten to fifteen oil paintings, and then escape, <laughs> and then and the paintings are each clues to where I am. Ooh, so it'd be like these eleven, these fifteen creepy clues from the snow globe killer may help us find his location. It's a riddle in paint. Interesting. What would you do? Riddle in What paint? would you do if you're an evil psychopath genius in prison? I don't know. I really don't know. I think I would write a lot of letters. And then I would <laughs> – I, I feel like I'd be a Manson. I'd want to be a Manson. So what I'd do is I would have like three 16-year-old wives if I were in prison. Okay. You know how those guys have get people to marry them who become obsessed with their things? I might just have to kill some people, so I just get these weird women obsessed with me. So I, I they just visit me. You have to be good enough looking, though. No, and I don't know if either of us are. It's just pure charisma. I mean, look, so? at, I mean, look always, at Charles Manson. He had he had a swastika. They always talk about how good Ted Bundy was looking. Yes, he was fine. Like Manson had a swastika carved into his forehead. We saw my driver's license picture. I looked like him. I just need a beard, and I need to kill, and I need to start really getting charismatic, or get a Phil Spector afro. Okay, that'd be a cool one too. So I'd do something like that. I'd get married a couple of times and then I'd make sure that they're not just doing it so that they could get my body and use it as a tourist destination when I die. And then um, I like the music idea. I like the idea yeah. of writing like songs and then artists, mm-hmm. it's controversial if they can cover them or not. You write like epic poetry in the form of music. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like a bard. And then I'd learn I'd, – I'd start playing chess – um, get really, really good at chess. Yeah, but chess, but by word, you know how they do that in prison, where they don't have a chessboard, they so they'll just it? say they'll just say like uh, you know like knight r seven. Okay, so they have to write this. They have to like diagram. I this. Think there's they, no way they can remember. I think that. they just internalize. I don't. I don't know. I don't actually know. But okay, then you're actually that's like that's actually like yeah, if you crazy. Can follow a whole chess game in your brain. And then I might just have to do the Marge Shkreli thing that we reported on here where he was, he was trying to run a billion-dollar company by the time he got out of jail. And as a result, allegedly, he's in solitary confinement now because he also just did a <laughs> story with the Washington Post I want him or whatever. To, I want him to come out just a withered, like, shell of a man. And he still won't play the Wu-Tang album? No, but that, he still You know, that, that was yeah, that thing. He yeah, bought the one-off yeah. Wu-Tang album. And then he had, supposedly had the Carter Five before that came out. The Wheezy album. Mm-hmm. What would you do in the rec yard? He says he has some unreleased Nirvana, too. In the rec yard? I like the idea mm-hmm. of, like, doing this sort of, you know, like a full Lotus type thing. I like feel like that, you would do that, or you would, like, just play catcher for the baseball team. Yeah, or that. And I still hope they're still playing baseball out there. Or, I think they definitely are. Or, or you just adopt this sort of, in the movies, swinging a hammer, breaking up rubble. Well, that's, like... Working prisons. Yeah, that is like I don't think labor. we would be there. No. Like we're, we're not, we're not making license plates. We're not in a mining prison. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy that we use prison labor and it's like those guys, they like literally pay them like a couple pennies an hour and they make like all their license plates and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. Yeah, but they get to spend it at the commissary. They get Doritos or something. That's true. It's like it's a, it's a weird microeconomy. 
Yeah, and cigarettes. And then eventually you steal. It's always stealing from the workbench to to get some stuff for your escape, right? Like every Alcatraz thing. Like a it's pickaxe like, or something. Yeah, you a mini pickaxe. And then like some guitar strings for something, or you know, it's always a weird thing. Or a rope to hang yourself. Yeah, they try and avoid Shoe you string. doing that. That's why they take the. I know, but they want that. Well, I didn't expect us to have that much ammunition with the idea of us going to prison, but it's it's bizarre that we romanticize it. <laughs> there is something romantic about being locked in a box for your whole life. <laughs> like a bird. It's like a pseudo-deep statement. Okay. Just kidding. This week's What the Musk. Submission from Amber Gilligan. She sent me this. Uh, one Musk on Twitter. Obviously, you guys won't see the visual, but he tweeted, obviously just a, just someone in a squirrel emoji suit. Also, very sus that a fox is reporting on this with the fox emoji. And the story is about an amazing giant multicolored squirrel caught on camera, becoming an internet sensation reported by Fox News. He's on acid. I think I'm on acid when I look at this squirrel and I think that this is real. Musk is just becoming increasingly further removed from normal humanity. Well, you know what they're doing today? They're launching a a rocket with the first commercial payload on a... Uh, SpaceX. It was exciting. I'm happy for that, but... And they're doing it where the Apollo 4 took off, which is pretty amazing. Rest in peace. I, I don't know. It's... it's just a weird mix of, like, totally sane and, and totally insane for Milan. Here's my move for Elon Musk. You ready for this? Move to the moon. Big, like, Ben Baller chain. <laughs> yeah. He'll get a chain. And he'll get, he'll get really muscular, too. And then it's like a long, because then it's like it's Elon Bezos. Muscular. Elon Muscular versus Jeff Bezos, who's also ripped now. Because they're both ready to go to space at a moment's notice. Who knows what Elon's packing underneath there. But, yeah, like the, what would be, what would be like the the diamond medallion on his chain? Like what, what's, what is it a thing of? The Hydra. Whoa. Or a centaur. Like Harambe. He would do a meme. He would do a meme at this point. Centaur? Yeah, he would do a meme. Okay, like Rockefeller or whatever. Like all the all the rap labels, how they would have their chains. Rockefeller? Rockefeller Records. Oh, okay. I've never heard of that. It's um, Jay-Z's. Yeah, I don't know. It's in the 90s okay. rap. Whatever. Yeah, but they had Kanye. Point being, all those rap labels would have their own chains. We should eventually do the Moker chains. When, you know, someone hops onto Moker, they get the chain. And they have a centaur on them with a Moker logo. Like okay. a diamond centaur. With the centaur the has blue. a bow and arrow. That's decided then. So what's the deal with this whole Old Town Road thing? By this little Nas X, little Nas X? Naze. Na- is that it? I don't know. We don't know. Little Naze. <laughs> little nasal. The meme is just Billy Ray Cyrus is on it. Yeah, so that's what I have as context. So the little nasax is that the nas, na, nasal X sounds like a, a nostril spray yeah. when you have allergies. Was taken off the Billboard country charts for not being country enough. So he got Billy Ray Cyrus on the track, and now it'll be. Both of their first number ones on the real Billboard hot hits, whatever. I love this. Fusion. Coming together. 
They call this little nasal axe country trap. Country trap? Is that a new genre? Yeah, because you know how you got, I got the horses in the back. You know, he does I that whole thing. horses in the back. Yeah. And then, it's, and then it sounds like he's going, talking about, take my horse to the hotel room. But I think he's saying, right. old, but I, is he saying, I don't think he says hotel room, though. I don't know. It sounds old, t- old town road, but it sounds like ho- ho- hotel room, which is, you know, I don't know, take his horse to the hotel room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he did this remix of Billy Ray Cyrus, and I just thought it was funny because I don't know if this is inspired by this directly, but maybe a month ago, Billy Ray Cyrus on his Twitter had a photo of a gigantic safe in his house just filled with big bags of marijuana. Billy Ray Cyrus did. Billy Ray Cyrus did. I'll have to pull this up. And, and people were saying this was like, I don't know, people were offended because it was, they said that it was the most. No, I think he probably lives in Hollywood. Uh, well, it's legal then. Well, actually, had, uh, you're only supposed to have so much, right? But uh, people were offended. They said this was the most white, privilegey type. I don't Just know. owning marijuana is white privilege. I mean, look at that. He has to be dealing that. There's no way that's for personal use. <laughs> I mean, pounds of marijuana. Yes, like I said yesterday. That's like something Tish that Sarish. they would bust at the border, you know, in, in um, the border. Yeah, that's true. Show. Like the DA, the DEA could put on their Twitter, like you yeah. know, bust. 200 kilos or of marijuana just, yeah, seized they, at the Mexican border or they in Juarez. Just, they will just find that, like, lining the, the sides of a car, like, on the interstate after a guy is, like, moving in and out of his lane in Utah <laughs> or something. Yeah, they pull him over. They find all yeah. this. Yeah, exactly. And, and then it's on the DA, DEA Instagram. It's, like, biggest bust <laughs> in Utah history. And <laughs> street value of 400000 That's what this person said. They go, imagine getting out of jail after 30 years for selling weed and you see this picture. I mean that's crazy. Who wait, he was in jail for selling weed? No, just imagine oh. someone and then they go on Twitter and it's like this is like a celebrity and they just take that picture and then it's like no one's gonna care. Oh, the white privilege is that they're not gonna get arrested. Well no matter what, they're not gonna I don't even know, man. I don't know. Well, I I'm just trying to understand the argument. Yeah, I, I don't know, so I can't explain it. I don't know. We're not about that here. Well, I mean, but I love that. I love that D. I love that DEA thing. I mean, it it always it blows my mind that they're still so active with it. I mean, the the Trump (laughs) DEA. They were just talking about how much marijuana they seized. It's like, well, like the head of the border patrol just left. Yeah, it's all disarray. Do you read about this thing? They think they have a a cancer vaccination now. They got that down. They're not releasing it for money or what? No, they're going to do it. Who did? Just a pharma company. I don't know who did it. Uh, cancer well, is vaccination. It like every type of cancer or what? It's focused. So you – Well, that's incredible then. Yeah. That means I don't have to worry about my phone giving me brain cancer. Fights tumors throughout the body. So yes. they you, they give you like a little bit of radiation or whatever to treat it or to like focus it. And then this thing just differentiates what the stuff is and just kills the – metastasizing cells. Hallelujah. Pretty amazing, huh? Yeah, that means that this whole generation is not going to die of brain cancer. From Maybe electronics. not, especially if they can get this stuff on lock. Yeah, and if they can, I mean, make it more widely available. So that's pretty amazing. So clearly there's some benefits to vaccination. So your little birth control scheme isn't might not work then? Might. Well, you'd have to get treatment for it. Never mind. It could work. 
Oh, we're bringing that back up again. What well, about yeah. what about the hot bath thing? I like that one more. I'm putting That's my true, phone yeah. on my balls. Hot bath thing. Yeah, I don't want to do that to my boys though. <laughs> no, I don't want to melt them. That's not how. Our, that's not. That's not how we treat the gang, man. No, like my little <laughs> clones. I mean, we we heard there's something about you know like dudes who have the laptop on the lap all day. That not being a good thing for like radiation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. for the boys. Yeah, definitely. You treat you speaking like how Nelk would say that. That's like how the, the Canadian guys. You know, I, mean, I like the whole idea of treating them like your own because yeah, yeah. they are your own. You better watch out for the radiation like how would for you, the boys there. I mean, just let this sink in that you have millions and millions of little versions of yourself inside of you. Those testes are beauties. Just think about that. <laughs> yeah, man. You have to respect them. You got to respect it. You essentially have an army of clones that you can send forth whenever you want. You, you make like thousands of them per heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. And you can, you can send them forth on command into the world. What a movie. What a movie we're getting ourselves into. This like Battlestar Galactica <laughs> type thing. But it's sperm. Really? Oi. And our debate and discussion, I promised I'd bring it back up. Is the kissing booth as mind-bending as I made it out to be? So Jack, to preface this, I showed him and some folks maybe the first half hour of the film on it's... Saturday evening. It's like I'm in a nightmare, but I can't wake up <laughs> watching the kissing booth. Like, I know I'm in a nightmare, and I pinch myself, but I don't escape from it, you know, that feeling, that watching the kissing booth. It, it, it almost is, like, one of those things. It's like, how is this what I'm seeing, and how is this, like, a, how did I get here? Isn't it like that? Because, okay, I feel bad. I'm almost taking you guys out of it, because I've got my bits about the movie now. I know what's coming. I've seen this movie enough that I know everything that's coming up, and I've got a couple of jokes for things. I feel like I just need to let it play. But it's astonishing that it's a movie that makes you think about things that have nothing to do with the movie because the movie's decisions are so confusing. I honestly have no words right now for this movie. Maybe it's like a reality show where you compare yourself to the people and say, well, I'm not that bad. Maybe it's like that type of thing. Like you look at those people and you're like, wow, we said about that. And that doesn't make me feel better about myself, though, <laughs> thinking that I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I think they could have been AI. Well, the, the romance is nice, but they're just scumbags about it. <laughs> yeah, there, there might be AI involved in this. I this think they might could be, be anim- It could be entirely animated. I feel like it happened, but I feel like it could be Netflix's for – actually, yeah, maybe they put them in those suits and they index their actions and stuff. Because I feel like this could be Netflix's first stab at like a totally – like replacing human creativity with computer creativity and this is what they came up yeah, with. Yeah, the thing about it they is – They fed it Mean Girls. They fed it to all the boys I've loved. They fed it. <laughs> they fed it all those films. They fed it 13 yeah, they gave going the on 30. They gave it all the rom-coms yeah. and all the all those sorts Had of things. Had it generate a script. The thing about it is it's either the worst movie – second worst movie of all time. Or it's the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, it's like The Room. If I get the film composition class in literature next year, <laughs> I'm going to write an essay about The Kissing Booth. I could totally write a thesis about The Kissing Booth. I've been thinking about – I, I genuinely have been thinking about that, like how – like the evidence I could create with this movie. I've, I've totally been thinking about it. And I mean I pointed out a bit of the cinematography that Diego pointed out to me. For instance, the shot where a punch is thrown – caught 
and then returned over the course of six seconds. And it takes 22 cuts to show you that. The first time I saw it, a week to edit. I was not, I was not aware the first time I saw it, but then after paying attention to it, it's like, then you really can't unsee that aspect of it. So then once you realize that the editing is broken, the film is just broken. Like the first time I saw it, the film is broken because they were saying stuff, you know, like, what's Gucci girl and and whatnot. It tastes like green. (laughs) I love this hoe. But... (laughs) Incredible movie. But there was actually a funny line that I didn't catch until the third viewing of that movie where she's speaking to the girls and they disappear and they just leave banana peels. And she's like, but when it's did like they Mario eat Kart. those bananas? Because it doesn't ever show them eating the bananas. It's not clear where the bananas went. That's why I, It's I, a rom-com drama. That's why I tend to robot. I tend to robot on this film. Councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military industrial. I don't want that button of freaking chemicals in the water in front of the freaking frogs, gang! I mean, think about how much energy that guy has. We don't go in there, we don't go in screaming about fluoride in the water and, you know, Obama's supposed to sulfur. You know, there'll be a room full of people and no one has any flies on them, but Obama has these flies on him and it's it's hell itself crawling up through him and he's this demon inside. That's a great impression, actually. <laughs> on acid? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, prison war, the prison wardens in Russia are aware of this. They're trying to turn their inmates gay. They're making them do yoga. You know, the, the, these religious ministers know what's up, and they're trying to get them to stop doing the yoga because it's turning the inmates gay. But they keep doing it, and they're turning the inmates against each other, and it's because it's in a gulag. And... I, 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 <laughs> Jack Morris jumped 10 6 <laughs> in Paul Vault. He's number 5 in WCL. Four for juniors. Four for juniors. And we'll leave you with that. Just jokes. Uh, we'll see you on Thursday for In Front of Your Back. This has been an episode of Boomer Radio. I'm Dale Scar. Jeff Morris. There's a war for your information. As for me, give me liberty or give me death. The answer to 1984 is 1776.